Hey everyone, welcome back to the Namaste podcast, a podcast dedicated to uplifting the soul, discovering connections between spirituality, mindset, and wealth. And also welcome back to this mini series called The Seven Essentials to Transform Your Life with Barun Gurain. I am so excited to bring you another episode in this amazing mini series. I am learning so, so much. As always, I am just amazed by the wisdom that Barun has brought to us through this series. And I just can't wait for you to listen to this episode. It is all about elimination of toxins. Ooh, what does that mean? You'll have to listen to find out. Although also I want to let you know that this is of course the audio version, but every single one of these episodes are released in video version on our YouTube channel, youtube.com slash Melissa Malati. So you can see us in person, in video format on there. Of course, I made a playlist called The 7i and the Namaste Podcast. So check that out if you like to watch or listen to these videos, these (laughs) episodes in video version. Anyways, (laughs) moving on. It's been an eventful day. Actually, Bruin and I just finished filming the very last episode. Oh, sigh. So I am very wound up from doing that. It was so, so fun. And man, did it end on such a beautiful note. I cannot wait for you all to listen to it. But first, of course, we have the sixth essential. You must hear that first. And I hope you will listen until the end because there is just so much that we talked about that I know that you will benefit from hearing Um, But first, though, also, if you haven't joined the Namaste Discord and you would love to be a part of a goal-oriented community, man, oh, man, it has been growing and it's so, so fun. We talk about what we're grateful for. We talk about our goals and we just share awesome ideas with each other. So if you'd like to be a part of the Namaste Discord, I will leave the link to that in the description box for this audio. So I hope you'll join because I am gaining a lot of besties and it is just so much fun to have a fabulous community of goal-oriented humans. I just, I am so, so grateful to have such wonderful beings around me and um, we can continue to grow and go after our goals together. So if that sounds like your jam, come be my friend and join. (laughs) Alrighty, my loves, without further ado, this is the sixth episode all about elimination of toxins. I hope you enjoy it. What's up, guys? Welcome back to this amazing, fantastic <laughs> mini series called The Seven Essentials to Transform Your Life with Melissa Malati, that is me, and the fabulous Barun Garain. Hi, Barun. How are you today? I'm very good today. You know, it's a beautiful sunny day, you know, in the middle of winter. So <laughs> It is. It's fabulous. And it's a new year. Did you have a good uh, Christmas holiday break slash new year? Yes, uh, definitely. It was good uh, family get together, you know, uh, which we didn't have last year. So this year we had it. So for a change, which is good. <laughs> oh, that's awesome. Yeah. You know what? It was a much needed break. I definitely needed to take a few weeks. And, uh, if you've listened to any of our previous episodes of this series, then you were probably wondering, Hey, what happened to those two? How come they didn't finish the series? We just needed to take a little bit of a break and we decided to start again in the new year. And so here we are back at it. So this is episode six. I can't believe we're almost at the end. I'm so sad. I've been really enjoying, you know, filming these videos with you, Varun, and learning so much and talking about these awesome ideas. And episode six is on the elimination of toxins. So if you haven't been a part of our series at all, this is your first time joining in. Basically, our series revolves around Varun's amazing book called The Seven Essentials to Transform Your Life, back to the basics with the seven eye lifestyle. And each episode that we have done so far has covered one of the essentials in his book. And so, like I said, we are on episode six today. So before we jump into it, as always, I will let Barun take it away and sort of just go through the previous essentials very quickly. And then he will introduce today's essential. So Barun, take it away. 
Yeah, thanks, Melissa. Uh, so before we get into uh, the sixth essential, which is the elimination of toxins, let's just review what we have covered so far. So the number one essential was breathing life, where we discussed all about how to maximize our lung capacity through uh, deep breathing and various other uh, techniques, including purifying the air uh, where we live, whether it's offices or home. And also we talked about you know, oxygen therapy as well, if it's needed. The number two essential we talked about is optimum hydration, which is all about what's the right uh, water for us to drink and how do you make sure that we have the right uh, hydration. So that was number two. And in fact, uh, we'd like to remind us that we are in fact uh, mostly water. So connecting, is, connecting with water is actually very important because we are water, <laughs> mostly, two third at least. <laughs> <laughs> so the number three essential we talked about is absorbing cosmic energy, which is all about connecting with the sunlight or sunshine, uh, connecting with our mother earth and connecting with the sound vibration and also with the moon and the planets around us. So that's, that was number three. And then um, in that same episode, we also talked about how to avoid certain energies, you know, for example, um, unnatural frequencies coming from our cell phones and smartphones, how to avoid uh, as, as far as possible. So we also talked about that in our third essential. So number four, we talked about mindful eating, where we talked about the three principles of eating, not about diet, because we know that if you focus on diet, people go wrong mostly. But if you focus on the principles of diet, chances are that you, know, you will actually have something that's more suitable for you. So we talked about the principles of eating in our fourth episode. And in the last episode, we talked about activities, right activities or right action, which is physical, mental, emotional. So now these five essentials that we discussed so far uh, are absolutely essential for everything that we do, no doubt. But as part of that process, we accumulate a lot of toxin in our system, you know? Uh, if you have the wrong kind of inputs, for example, if you have the wrong kind of food or the water or the air, so those things have a tremendous impact on our physical, mental, and emotional well-being. So that can impact the buildup of the toxin, and that could create a lot of imbalance. You know, so it's very, very important to really understand, um, you know, uh, the amount of toxins that we actually build up in our system and how to make sure that we eliminate them in a timely manner. Mm. So today we'll talk about elimination of toxins. So that's where uh, we will focus on. Awesome, very exciting. Okay, so to start off, let's just talk about why this is important. Very simple, you know, I think we can sort of understand the there's an obvious answer, but why don't we just touch on it anyway? Yes. So let's, uh, you know, as I mentioned before, our body is a temple. Mm -hmm. uh, we need inputs. So the first four essentials are the inputs, which is our breathing life, the air we breathe, the water we drink, uh, the energies that we absorb from the sunlight, from the earth, and then the food that we eat. So they are our inputs to the body. Mm -hmm. And then the activities are, are, are actually our outputs. Essentially the activities we do because of the inputs, we build up enough, enough energy and our body and mind work in a particular way, which helps us to do the activities, physical, mental, emotional. So essentially what's happening is we have the inputs, we have the output in terms of activities. The better the inputs, uh, very likely your body, mind, and your spirit will actually work in your favor and you will take the right action and have the right activities. Now, if there's an imbalance, if you have the wrong input coming in, obviously that will create the wrong kind of output. The activities may not be as ideal as you may think. And because of that, there's an imbalance in the system. Mm. So we tend to build up a lot of um, unnatural toxins uh, and they start to build up in our system and it creates a lot of issues, physical issues, 
mental issues and also emotional issues you know mm-hmm. for example if you drink the wrong kind of water have mercury in the water or maybe have lots of chlorine or fluoride in your water or if you eat um, food that is toxic you know or mm-hmm. have ingest some chemicals or or pesticides you know from eating certain kind of foods what it does it actually impacts your system your digestive system your lymphatic system you just name it it impacts the whole system it means that your activities are not going to be uh, ideal you know or mm. or the right activities because you don't have the physical strength you don't have the mental ability now because of the mercury whatever lead mercury so essentially the inputs are very important mm. if we have the right kind of inputs the right kind of activities happen and there is a balance you don't tend to accumulate a lot of unnatural toxins now there are natural toxins as well for example as as part of the digestion mechanism we produce a lot of byproducts you know mm. like acids lactic acid like if you strain too much you produce certain acids so our body always produce some toxins but it has a mechanism to actually remove that through the systems you know but if you build a lot of unnatural toxins it tend to build up and impact you tremendously so this is where is very important to be very aware of how to eliminate the toxins that you build up unnaturally so that's where the focus is today i see i was really thinking about this over the holidays actually and i was listening to a podcast with a dentist actually it was a, a dentist but he's also a biologist very okay. interesting and he yeah. was talking about how people would get mercury fillings back in the day yes. and yes. uh and then he made me aware to the fact that i mean i had invisalign so essentially similar to braces when i was younger and since then i've had two metal bars in the top and the bottom of my teeth and i yes. never thought that that could be releasing toxins into my body it's metal and he was talking about how that is actually the case and it's interesting because years ago i did one of those blood tests where they prick your finger and they look at your blood under a microscope and they kind of tell you you know what your cells are looking like if you're dehydrated all that fun stuff it's a really cool experience to have and in any case the most um sort of concerning thing that they said was that it was very clear that i had a lot of heavy metals in my body wow. and i was like what what does that even mean? I'm not eating metals. That makes no sense. And of course they explained to me what we're going to be talking about today in terms of food and whatnot. There can be pesticides and just like not, well, that's not metals, but there's, there's different ways that you can ingest metals. And I never to this, like until recently thought that these two bars, my mouth could be releasing toxins, but essentially I, I guess when you just start start becoming more aware and start thinking about all the different ways that you could be affected. You think of things like that and go, Oh, wow. I can't believe that, you know, I, my dentist just put it in my mouth and I didn't question it. I just sort of put my trust in this dentist that, you know, has done that to all my other friends as well. And so it's really interesting. Have you thought about that? Or do you know anything about um, you know, dental work or the bars in our mouth and how it might affect us? Yes. So, uh, so nowadays, uh, the holistic dentistry don't use mercury anymore. I think uh, yes. they use some kind Expand, of ceramic. I believe. Yes, yeah. I think it's bad. I think it's getting everybody knows that. Uh, yeah. So, yes. So, they, in, in fact, um, uh, some of my family members, you know, they actually had mercury put in when they were kids. Right. And slowly, uh, we had to take it out, you know, and wow. you have to do that very, very carefully. Otherwise, if it goes out into your bloodstream, it could be very dangerous. But you have to talk to the right uh, dentist, you know, and there are procedures which you could follow to remove the mercury um, mm. from your, uh, you know, from your teeth. It's fillings, right? They use yes, it, it for fillings. fillings. It, was fillings. it the black one? Like when, because you know how they used to have like black fillings? Was that the mercury? Yes, I mean, it can be, yes, it can be, um, you know, it looks black, obviously, it looks dark. Uh, okay. Because of the filling. Um, so there is mercury in there, in the part of the filling. Okay. The problem is that, uh, you know, even though mercury is not exactly a metal, it's a metal lot, you know, it's a property between metal and non-metal. Okay. And, um, and the thing is, it does leach out. Leach means it just uh, dissolve in... Um, sometimes uh, with some of the acids and some of the 
uh, chlorides that we eat, you know, salt and stuff. Mm. So mercury does leach out mm. eventually uh, because of certain mechanisms. I don't want to go into the details of it because of certain chemistries. It does leach out and slowly it starts dissolving, dissolving, dissolving. So it's getting into your bloodstream and it's getting accumulated somewhere, you know, in the system. Wow. Uh, hope it's not in the brain or, you know, in some other parts of the body so i think it's good to uh, start removing these metals from the system mm-hmm. and there are ways of doing it for example uh, lead uh, arsenic the many other contaminants you know uh, which could be highly toxic lead mm-hmm. is one of them just like mercury arsenic and many others right. including some pesticides and and we have got 84000 chemicals being used in the modern uh, industries and they are all getting into our food system the water system so eventually they make their way into us uh, or into other animals and birds and plants you know where so what to do that's the question and um, uh, one thing that i feel that um, something that as an engineer and a scientist i have noticed that uh, in the olden days people used to use clays zeolites to re- to actually because it's got a lot of surface area and now, uh, not nowadays, but activated charcoal is another very important aspect uh, which you can use. Uh, you can take it um, orally and it helps to remove some of the toxins from the system. Really? Yeah, and now there are different, um, uh, different kinds of um, zeolites you can actually use. Some, basically they're clays, but you know, very high porosity, which means that it can absorb a lot of metal on the surface. So it binds all the metals to the surface hmm. and, and those particles come out of the system eventually and you can remove some of the metals. So uh, I highly uh, recommend try activated charcoal, very safe to do it. I've been doing this for the last, you know, uh, many, many years now, wow. five, 10 years almost. Is this a and pill? Sorry, I'm just curious. How does, how it's does a charcoal. it look? So what it, it can actually make from coconut uh, shells or it could oh. be from birch, uh, birch wood. They burn it, essentially they burn it and make, you know, black powder, you know, uh, it's a charcoal. And ah. then they, they grind it, like it's like uh, pulverized. It's very fine. So what you do, it just, dis- it doesn't get dissolved in the water because it's solid, you just drink it, you know. And uh, this is something which is used in hospitals, you know, when somebody has any kind of poisoning or something like that. So they actually ingest a lot of charcoal activated charcoal and remove some of the toxins from the system, chemical toxins and stuff like that. So this is a very harmless substance and it's actually used by most of the health practitioners, I guess. They know how to use activated charcoal. So what I suggest that go to any, go to any health food shop and buy activated charcoal. And you can have one spoon, like I can have one tablespoon, you know, uh, in water, dissolving water. Especially if you're eating, if you're eating, uh, you know, food like fish or uh, conventional food where there could be mercury in there. Fishes typically contain a lot of mercury. Mm. Uh, so you have to be careful what fish you eat. That's why it's not good to eat big fishes, you know. Uh, always go for small sardines, anchovies are better, you know, in my opinion. Not, not those big tuna and stuff, which contains probably higher concentration of mercury. But anyway, it doesn't matter. No. Okay. No, no, no. I'm not saying a lot of people love sardines and. <laughs> I know. Anyway. I don't get it. I wish I wish it did. Sorry. <laughs> anyway, so uh, that's just a joke aside, you know. Yeah. Uh, so what I'm saying is that if you suspect that you're eating food which might have high metal content, which is mm-hmm. toxic, uh, you can actually start having a bit of activated charcoal immediately after eating or before eating. Okay. And you can do that in the night. Uh, before going to bed or early in the morning. So you can just um, use activated charcoal as a very important precaution. And now there's something called uh, C60, which is a, <laughs> it's a, it's a, another level high in terms of, it's also activated charcoal, but activated carbon, not charcoal, activated carbon. And um, so that could also be used called C60. If you just uh, Google C60, you'll find a lot of literature on that. So you can also use that to, to remove some of these metals uh, from your cells. You know, it can go deep in your cell in the tissues and can remove the metal. Uh, and there has been some research studies on them and they look quite, uh, you know, very effective way of removing it. And I think mostly they are non-toxic. 
know, uh, if you have the right kind of activated charcoal. So yes, uh, to answer your question, uh, I feel that, um, uh, you know, this kind of um, uh, interventions can actually help like activated charcoal, zeolites, uh, things like that. But idea is to make sure that our whole elimination system is working properly because a body knows how to eliminate it if you give it a chance, you know? Yeah, and um, I like to uh, focus on five um, elimination channel in our system, really, because this is really the fundamentals, just to understand uh, the elimination channels, how the toxins get eliminated from our body. There are five channels. One is the lungs, where it uh, eliminates from the toxic gases, you know, uh, for example, carbon dioxide, nitrogen mm -hmm. NOx or SOx, which is uh, sulfur dioxide. So, so lungs is one of the elimination channel which removes some of the toxic gases, mm -hmm. including carbon dioxide, carbon monoxide. Second is kidneys, you know, uh, uh, it also eliminates a lot of toxins from there. And the third one is the skin. Skin is the largest organ of the body. Mm. And it eliminates, when you sweat, uh, it eliminates a lot of uh, toxins as well by sweating. Mm. That's why infrared sauna is good. Go out in the sun. That's why very important to go out in the sun and sweat. Sweating is actually very good for you, mm. whatever it takes. And then uh, the fourth one is our bowel movement, which is colon, uh, colons, you know, to make sure that that's a very important uh, channel of elimination. And then the lymphatic system, the lymphatic system, lymphatic drainage removes a lot of toxins. Now, the interesting part, Melissa, is that all the five essentials that I talked about, each of them helps to eliminate. Uh, oh. uh, and for example, the number one is breathing life, which is all about air. It helps to clean up the lungs as well. If you actually have deep breathing, so essentially your lungs are taken care of when you when you focus on the first essential. Right. The second essential, which is um, uh, hydration, optimal hydration, it takes care of, of your kidneys because mm -hmm. you have the right kind of water. Kidneys are nice, you know, so kidneys are happy. The third is the skin. Uh, when you go out in the sun, do sweating and stuff like that, which is the cosmic energy, helps you to clean your toxins through the skin, you know, the skin is working properly. And then what happens is number four is mindful eating. When you eat the right kind of food with the right kind of prebiotics and the probiotics, the right kind of microbiome, your colons are working fine. You know, your digestive system is working fine. So the bowel movements are actually good. So that's very important. So the number four is also important. And when you start moving around, when you have the right activities, which is number five essential, essentially it helps uh, movement of the lymphatic system as well. So the more you move, the lymphatic system also moves as well. So each of those five essentials have a very strong connection with elimination of toxins. Wow. So make sure those elements are completely in tune with yourself so that you don't have to worry about the elimination of toxins anymore once you focus on them. That's so cool. I love how you have laid out this book. It's just yeah. in order. It's perfect. And yeah, now I guess if you, just like you said, if we just worry about the first five, we don't really have to worry about being actively eliminating toxins because we're, our body's kind of doing that for us. It's fighting yes. it for us. So that's pretty cool. Now there are external things that you can do though. Cause I know in, in this chapter, you specifically talk about massage therapy as one. Yes. Um, what's the research behind that? I mean, it makes sense. If you're, you're, you're releasing the stress, you're releasing toxins. It makes sense. Yes. So, <laughs> so one aspect of um, uh, removal of toxin is relaxation. So the body has to be relaxed, you know, that's why sleep is so important, you know, not just hours of sleeping, it's a hour of restful sleep, you know. So when you sleep very well, when you have a restful sleep, the body actually helps to eliminate, you know, uh, the systems. So massage is another way to relax the body and also it helps in the lymphatic drainage as well. When you start massaging in a certain way and there are different kinds of massages, not just one, the different kinds of massage, which you know, and, um, and all of them have their own way. Uh, mm -hmm. you know, for example, a Swedish massage or Thai massage, they're very good in lymphatic drainage, you know? Mm -hmm. uh, but there are some other massage therapies, you know, uh, including Rolfing, for example, you know, which is mm -hmm. to 
cure, you know, not cure, but which is to really focus on certain body parts to make them function in a good way. So the idea of massage is to make sure our body is relaxed. And that by itself is very important, you know, mm. for the elimination of toxin, you know, just to make it very simple. Very, very cool. And also I would say acupuncture is another form. Yes. Um, I, I've had acupuncture done a couple of times on me and it's the most interesting, crazy thing until you experience it. It's really hard to wrap your mind around how it would work. Someone putting some needles in, in areas of your body, but essentially like in massage therapy, when you get a massage, you'll have different points on your body that will be pressure points. And they, you know, the acupuncturist will put a little needle in that area and it will help release the energy in within that area. And it's very, very interesting. Have you had it done before? Yes, I've yeah. done acupuncture, acupressure as well, acupressure, acupuncture. Oh. Uh, some people go for chiropractic as well, chiropractors, yep. but I don't recommend chiropractor because they play around with your backbone, you know, and I don't let anybody touch my backbone. Mm. Nobody can touch my backbone, you know. Very, this is a very special, you know, very, what do you call it, personal thing. Mm. And your energies could be disrupted if somebody starts touching your backbone, you know, uh, too much, you know. That's very interesting. I actually used to go to a chiropractor and I would have severe headaches like all the time. And I started going to them and I, in, as most people experience when you first start going to a chiropractor, because like you said, they do a lot of things in regards to your backbone and, um, they, they will do certain things and you will leave in the most pain. (laughs) Like it's not like going to massage and you leave and you feel better afterwards. When you go to a chiropractor, you're in the most pain the first couple of times of doing it. And even maybe like every single time there's a little bit of pain. And in any case, my headaches did go away and it was incredible. However, then I started experiencing pain in my lower back. And so I think after reflecting on that experience, I would have to agree with you in that. I do think that there's more to it than like, I just think we should be very careful when playing around with our back because yeah, if you, you may correct one thing, but you may, the, the problem, the underlying problem may not actually be corrected. And there, there might be another problem somewhere else that might spring up. And it's uh, it's something we have to be very careful with. Absolutely. If you know the energy systems in the body, I think you'll be very cautious. It's not a physical thing, you know, and if the chiropractic, chiropractor has some, some advantages, you know, there are some mm-hmm. ways uh, it can be very useful, but in general, I, my, my feeling based on my research is that you should not let anybody touch your backbone mm-hmm. unless they are your partner um, who understands you very well mm-hmm. and your energy doesn't get disrupted, you know, in a big way. So you have to be careful to let, the strangers touch your backbone, never. Uh, that's my experience. And um, I feel that um, uh, this is something that uh, many yogis will talk about this, you know, huh. uh, or people who understand the energy systems in the body, they would not let you touch uh, your backbone. That's very, very uh, precious. <laughs> you know, that's so interesting because I've never heard that before. I'm all my yeah. years of, of working in within the spiritual realm and even doing Reiki. I've never heard about not letting anyone touch your backbone. So that's, that's very interesting. I'd love to do some more research on that specifically. Do you have any other, um, like, do you know of any studies that you remember in regards to specifically why, like why it's so important to keep that energy private? See, uh, what happens is our body has different energy channels. You, you're a Reiki master, you know? Yes. Uh, yeah, I mean, uh, I don't have to uh, tell you that. Mm-hmm. And our energies are balanced in their own ways, depending on our levels, mm-hmm. you know, where we stand in our life, whether we are still very on the lower energy levels, uh, on the earthy side, some people could be, uh, some, some people are very activated on the heart. Some mm-hmm. people are very activated on the neck, you know, and... So people have different activation of energies at a certain level. Mm-hmm. And if you deactivate or you know, excite certain energy levels just by touching or some activities unknowingly, you know, innocently, unknowingly, mm-hmm. it can create a lot of um, imbalance in your life straight away. Yeah, mm. if somebody is not grounded, somebody say, if somebody is grounded, very much grounded, 
and their low, low chakras, low energy levels are actually working very well. But if somebody disrupts it, all of a sudden you find completely unbalanced, you know? Sure. And personally, I have experienced it. I've experienced it. Uh, ah. uh, it can, it can uh, uh, you know, get your energy disrupted. Um, so that, that's why, for example, sometimes when you're traveling and we, with a lot of people around and, you know, uh, uh, you know, maybe what do you call it? Close interactions because, you know, of the movements or working together or whatever. Mm. Uh, sometimes you find, you know, I feel, don't feel very good today, you know, I don't feel very good for a couple of days. And and then you realize that, uh, you know, this thing. And then when you talk to some knowledgeable people who have experienced this, you tell them and they'll say it clearly. Especially I've seen this in the, in the yogi community mm. uh, that people who are in a very advanced stage of understanding the energies and know how to control the energies, uh, they're very hesitant for anybody to touch their backbone, you know? Wow. Yeah. Very interesting. I mean, I'm, yeah, I, I don't like people touching my back in general. So maybe that's it. That was like a, a, a subconscious thing that I wasn't consciously very aware of as to why I never, I've never thought of that before, but I don't like people touching my back. So it, that's interesting. Very, very cool thing to talk about. I wonder how many people that's listening to this will go, huh, interesting. <laughs> yeah, I mean, some people may not think uh, too much about it. Uh, and it may not, you know, it may not happen, but um, for some people, it could be very sensitive. It can actually disrupt the energies, you know, sure. uh, in a Definitely. significant way. Yeah. Well, cool. Okay. And so another thing that you talk about in this chapter is that fasting's really good. So, of course, we talked about this when we were um, talking about uh, essential four about eating the right foods. We were talking about how intermittent fasting can be great. So as you can imagine, fasting would help you release toxins and through, you know, not eating as much food. So your body can kind of, um, go through the elimination process faster, um, and not be disrupted by needing to digest. And, um, one of the really interesting things that you talk about in this chapter is called EFTs. So let's get you to break down what an EFT is and how people can use it to help them eliminate toxins. Yes. Um, so I think, uh, you touched on fasting. Let me just one minute. You want to touch on that first? Okay. Sorry. Yeah, I think it's a very <laughs> important topic, you know, and I ah, think, okay, let's go back. This is, this is the heart of the whole, um, hold the thought. Melissa. About, yeah. See what <laughs> happens is we get into this pattern of eating breakfast, lunch, dinner, breakfast, lunch, dinner, and snacks in between. Now in that process, what happens is the body doesn't get a lot of time to really, uh, you know, detox or, you know, uh, do the right process so that um, uh, our energies are optimized and all the uh, things that needs to be removed, for example, dead cells in the body or, you know, mm. tissues that are not working. So body has a very interesting mechanism of cleaning them up, you know. Now, if you keep on eating continuously, uh, I think it's very, very important to, to realize that um, uh, this system doesn't work as well. So that's where fasting is very important, you know? Mm. It's not just about um, feeling hungry and things like that. It's all about actually making sure you let the body do its job. You know? Right. So fasting allows that process to happen. And uh, there's something called uh, autophagy, you know, uh, which is, um, again, something which is self-cleaning of the systems which are not functioning well, like dead cells and tissues uh, to, uh, to remove some of these. Now, the thing about fasting is do not get into fasting uh, in a very disrupt way. Fasting is all about going from denser food to subtle foods. Okay. It's not just about not eating, you know, because uh, there is a saying that any fool can do fasting, but uh, to, it takes a genius to get out of the fasting. Huh. You know what? Uh, fasting can be very dangerous, you know, if you don't do it in a correct way. So it's not just about not eating. It's all about going from a denser food to lighter food. For example, people who are very much into meat eating, for them, fasting could mean just a simple vegetarian meal or maybe um, uh, just eating fish or eggs, you know. Okay. And people who uh, are vegetarians, for example, for them, it could be, uh, you know, water fasting. Right. So... I think the whole thing about fasting is all about going from a denser uh, food 
to a lighter food or a subtle food. I think mm. that's where I feel the fasting has tremendous impact. So don't rush into fasting just because you hear intermittent fasting is great, this, that. Right. It's, it's a very slow process that we have to adapt. So that's the point I want to make, that fasting is not something you just do overnight that everybody is fasting, I should do that tomorrow. But it can be very, because all of a sudden your toxins will start to come out, come out and it, it hasn't come out of the system yet and now you start to eat again and they're yeah. stuck there. So yeah. it can be going to your brains, into your heart, you know, it can have a lot of problems. So I think we have to do it very gently. And I think a lot of people do the mistake of, um, you know, jumping into it too early. Absolutely. Definitely do a ton of research before you decide to do that for sure. Yes. It is relatively safe if you know how to do it. Yeah. Now getting into your EFT. Uh, sorry. <laughs> That's okay. Well, you know what? I, I actually would like to even add to that in the sense that I, um, I did try juicing when I was like 21, I think around 21, 22, I tried juicing and had a horrible experience for all the reasons that you just spoke about in terms of, I think I just shocked my body and I was feeling so sick from all of the toxins coming up and not you know, eating the, not doing it correctly that I ended up throwing up and I had a horrible experience. So, um, I definitely want to, <laughs> um, add on to what you just said and absolutely make sure you're doing all the research and you're doing it properly. And it's something we need to be taking seriously if you are considering it for sure. And I like what you said in the sense that fasting could be going from a meat meal to a salad and, you know, try, try it that way at first, try different things, but certainly make sure that you are doing it properly. Yes, exactly. And that's, that's where I feel that uh, understanding, you know, the principles of fasting is quite important. Mm -hmm. For example, you know, um, fasting is all about getting from, uh, you know, using your glycogen res reserves, you know, or mm -hmm. carbohydrate sugar reserves into fats so that you start using the fats as your energy source. That's the whole right. point. Uh, right. Basically producing more ketones, you know? So that's the whole point of fasting. You switch from sugar to fats. So another way of fasting could be just eating lots of fats, you know, uh, fatty foods. So mm. that could be more of a ketogenic kind of a fasting where you're still having a lot of calories, but your sugar levels are not spiking. Right. So that is another way of fasting. And I feel that that could be more gentle on more, most people because they don't feel as hungry, you know, and starving, you know, but right. this, could, this could, this is also fasting in, in, in a way, because you're not using your glycogen anymore. Glycogen reserves are all gone, you know, so right. body has to use the fats. So, but again, you know, I, I'd be very cautious again, because what happens is uh, when you use, when the body is using the fats to produce energy and ketones, mm -hmm. Now, all these pesticides and the chemicals, they're actually stored in the fats. Or it doesn't know where to, they just put them into fats. Mm. So when the, when the fats are getting used for energy, uh, what happens is those toxins now are getting released. released. You know? Oh, interesting. Yeah. And then if you have too much of them, you do not know where they will go. You know, it's like a lottery. Ah. You know, it's a lottery. So you have to be very careful. And this is where a lot of people go wrong, you know. So my suggestion will be to just understand what fasting is all about and be very gentle to start with. And eventually you can pick up, but be very gentle to start with. That's a very important uh, point I like to emphasize. Okay, awesome. Definitely be very gentle and do your own research. <laughs> Don't jump into fasting after this episode just because Varun told you a lot about it. Still make sure you're doing your research and um, taking it slowly. I like that. Very cool. Okay. So moving back into EFTs, because I was just, I think I was just so excited to talk about this part of the chapter, because this was my favorite part of the chapter. And I ended up, of course, highlighting so much of this part as I did for the majority of your book, Varun, as you know. And so EFTs is actually something that I have tried in my life. But before um, I get you to just sort of talk about what it is and how we can use it to help us release toxins, um, I want to highlight something that you said in your book. You said, the Centers for D Disease Control and Prevention in the U.S., reports that about 85% of all diseases have an emotional component. How interesting is that? 
<laughs> I I think that's that's very interesting to to talk about. Um, you said stress and anxiety are two prevalent reasons why many people acquire health problems ranging from insomnia and depression to more serious chronic ailments. This is something that I have thought about for a very long time. And the fact that uh, fear slash depression slash stress equals disease. Your body is not at ease. It's disease. D D <laughs> Wait, I didn't say it right. <laughs> people, people, I've heard so many people say that it's it's not disease. Yeah, disease. Yeah, yeah. Disease, yeah. <laughs> like yeah. disease. Yeah, there we go. No ease. <laughs> My gosh, that was really challenging for me. Um. So, anyways, essentially, you know, it makes sense, and it's that's very cool that they we're able to release that statistic because I feel like that is very telling. What are your thoughts on that? Yes, uh, I think this is a, uh, I think uh, almost like a pandemic, really. If you, if you just Absolutely. look around, stress, depression, uh, and most of them are psychological in nature. Mm -hmm. So now we have to understand why we are having all these challenges in our modern society. Yeah. Why are we having all these challenges? Now, Let's understand, yes, EFT technique is there, which can help you to, uh, to really uh, turn off your agitated mind for a little while. Right. But it's just a temporary solution. That's not a permanent solution that can help you to relieve the pain, uh, you know, anxiety uh, and sometimes traumas and stuff like that to an extent. You know, uh, what I find nowadays, I do not know if you feel the same way. Uh, I've, you know, worked and traveled in so many countries. People are missing touch, you know, Absolutely. touch and hugs. It's not having, not ha happening enough. Mm -hmm. I think when I was growing up small, you go and hug anybody, you know, um, in those days, even boys, you know, boys will be hugging boys, you know, it was not a big deal, you know, yeah. it's so natural. But now, you know, if you can't even touch, uh, before, you know, uh, in some countries, if a little child is going there, you just go and hold their cheeks, you know, just like that. But nowadays, you cannot touch anybody, you know? Yeah, especially uh, nowadays with the nowadays. pandemic, even oh, yes. more so, even yes. more so. Now it's got even worse. Now, yeah. now it's just extreme. Yeah. So the whole thing about hu human humanity is that touch is very important, touch mm -hmm. and hugs and closeness. We are social mm -hmm. creatures, you know? So I think a lot of lot, lots and lots of people are actually feeling uh, the need for that, but unfortunately they're not getting it. So that's actually, uh, you know, for example, touch doesn't mean physical touch as well, even emotional touch. And, mm -hmm. uh, so that's not happening in a big way. So now if you really understand uh, the nature of stress and depression, why is it happening? Now, I think I mentioned this before, but I think let's understand the basics behind it before we try to resolve it through emotional freedom techniques. Or... Sure. So what happens is obviously uh, we have got thoughts and emotions normally come from thoughts. When you have mm -hmm. a good thought, you get good emotions, you have bad thoughts, you get bad emotions. And because of the emotions, you take action based on the emotions and thoughts. Right. For example, uh, if you're feeling nasty, you act in a certain way. So that action uh, becomes your experience. You know, for example, uh, if I'm angry, maybe I hit somebody, you know, so mm -hmm. that is an action and that becomes an experience and that experience gets into a memory, right? Right. And from the memory, the thoughts emerge. If, if we didn't have any memory, if, if you don't have any memory, there will be no thoughts. And the memories are there for, our memory is there for a reason, is there for a safety and security, uh, physical safety and security. But what happened is, what happens is we have, we are dependent uh, on this memory for everything now. Hmm. So all the things that we're talking about, fear, depression, anger, they're all psychological issues, you know? Mm -hmm. It is because we're trapped into this cycle that we have memory, thoughts, emotions, actions, experience, and that becomes a memory which becomes knowledge. And then from there, the thoughts, emotion. So this cycle we're trapped into. Hmm. So that's where I feel that a lot of people's minds are completely agitated. It means that they're thinking, 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 and leading to all kinds of emotion. They get up in the morning and think about their boss, they get angry or get frustrated. And from there, you, they act, they scold their children or maybe <laughs> they're not nice to their family. And, um, uh, and then, you know, things just move on. So it means that it's very, very important to realize that we are trapped into this cycle. Hmm. 
And this is where most of the stress and depression happens. So in the psychological world, not in the physical world, in the physical world, you need to think, you know, for example, if you need to build a house, uh, you know, you need to drive a car, you need to think and you need to learn, right? So it's very important to have memory. Of course. But in the psychological world, that doesn't work the same way. But we have, we're using the same principles to solve the psychological problems, hmm. like stress and depression and the fear and all kinds of things, you know, like hope, this and that. So all we are doing is we are using our memory, which is basically past experience, and we're trying to project that into the future. Hmm. In the past, you know, uh, I had a fight with Melissa, so I don't like her. So I'm projecting that tomorrow I'm not going to see her, you know, or or work with her in the future anytime, you know. No. So, so, so that's what happens because of the memory. Mm. I'm projecting all the time, you know. Uh, if I had a good experience uh, with somebody, I, I think about, you know, okay, maybe next time I will have a project with that person. Or so that's what happens. We are using our past to do everything. We are projecting it. We are. Mm -hmm. So we are never in the present. We are never actually focusing on what really matters now. Mm. So that that's because of this trap we have in this cycle, you know. So that's where the emotional freedom technique is quite handy. What it does, it helps you to take your mind off and the person touches your back or body, right? Put your fingertips. What happens is all of a sudden, you it then your agitated mind goes back into okay, somebody has touched my back. Wow, that's beautiful, you know? Right. So all of a sudden, you tend to focus, you tend to be in the present, you know? So that's the whole point of EFT mm -hmm. is to make you in the present, get out of that, you know, that cycle that is frustrating, that's damaging, you know? So that is the whole point of EFT. And when you look into the seven essentials, this is all about taking us into present and break the cycle, which we'll talk about in right. the next one, which is about meditation, right? Mm -hmm. So meditation is not about sitting in one place and meditate, you know, for 20 minutes and then all the nonsense keeps coming back again whole day. That's not <laughs> meditation. So that's where you need to connect with the seven essentials. Right. Connect with the breathing, which you're doing all the time. If you connect with that, you connect with the water, which you drink connect with the sunlight, which is happening all day, connect with the moons and the stars, you know, with the food, whenever you eat, whenever you're doing any activities. So all these essentials are all about taking you to the present and break that cycle. Right. So, so this is where I feel that uh, the reason why we have all this stress, depression is because we have this cycle and uh, this psychological cycle has to break. Mm -hmm. And, um, and EFT is one of the techniques that can make it happen, but it's a very temporary thing. Right. You know? uh, so to answer your question, yes, EFT is highly beneficial for some people who are really out of control. It can help them to at least give them some, you know, yeah. some sanity. Yeah. Uh, you know, it's not going to solve the problem forever. Right, of course. And I'm sure you would agree that people that struggle with depression or anxiety of, or high levels of stress, a part of the reason as well is just because they possibly might have toxic buildup. <laughs> like what this whole chapter is discussing, yeah. you know, a lot, it's, it's not a coincidence that doctors that try to help, you know, people with depression will first say, recommend eating the right foods and, and getting, doing the right activities and working out and getting exercise and, um, you know, all the things that we sort of discussed, all the essentials that you just talked about, you know, all, all of those things are also important for elimination of toxins, which I think can build up in your body, which, which will make you feel lower and therefore it'll affect your ability to think clearly and your ability to feel, um, you know, good mentally, right? Exactly. So, exactly. Right. So when the four inputs are right, mm -hmm. then your activities, then you can do right activities, right action. Very, very important. Otherwise, the toxin get built up, right? right? So so this imbalance has to be resolved as a as a first step. And that's what these seven essentials help us to actually go back to the basics, helps you to understand that these are the four inputs coming in, you know, mm -hmm. breathing life, water, uh, cosmic energy, the food, that's the input. Make sure those inputs are right. Mm -hmm. And that leads, uh, leads us to good physical body, mental body, 
and emotional. Right. So that helps us to do the right activities. You know, if those things are not right, you cannot do right activities. And if those inputs are wrong, obviously the activities are not right. You have a stressful life and then it backfires. Now you have the toxic buildup. So absolutely, you're right. Well, the thing is, I think because I also, um, I had a large period of depression in the beginning of my well, my late teens in the beginning of my twenties. And so from my own experience as to what got me to where I am right now, it's doing all of these things that we have talked about all the essentials and, you know, making sure that I'm eating right and working out and finding balance in my, in my life and doing the right activities. It's from doing all that. And it's interesting because my mom had, um, you know, that like 13 years ago, Nobody talked about depression. I'm sure you remember. Mm. It wasn't mm. widely talked about like it is now. And I remember I, I was pretty much the only person in my year that w- that had it. And I remember my friends even, you know, thinking that it was so weird to talk about and like, oh, mm. it was kind of like a bad thing. And I remember some friends like even stopped talking to me like it was this whole thing. So back then that like, you know, we just didn't know what we know now. And I think medication was being highly recommended then. And so, you know, I was on medication for a bit and, you know, I, I am just such a, I'm just very against it now because I think that everything that we've talked about, that is actually what helped me work through my issues and, and, and stop that repetitive um, thinking. And, got me to where I am right now. It wasn't pills. And so I, I, I find the whole discussion around pills or no pills to be interesting, but personally in my experience, everything that we have talked about, that is what I deeply feel is the cure to not feeling depressed anymore. Have you thought about this at all? I'm so happy that you're saying this, you know, I mean, this is uh, really music to my ears, you know? Yeah. And, uh, and that's the whole point of this, you know, book and my journey is to, Mm -hmm. you know, whatever I have learned, if I share that, if one person or two people or a few people, you know, uh, can Mm -hmm. benefit, I think, um, you know, that's where uh, the focus is really uh, Mm -hmm. to share the knowledge or share what I have learned. And if somebody can, uh, use that uh, know-how and knowledge to help themselves. That's great. So, yes, I've thought about it uh, to answer your question. And uh, in fact, that's the key reason. That's the main reason because I told you before. You know, I was in this corporate world and I was agitated as well. You know, uh, you know, all this time focusing on all these corporate duties and you know. Uh, but luckily, I was traveling a lot. I had the opportunity to travel across so many continents, so many countries. Work there interact with all kinds of people and realize everybody is going through the same problem, you know? Yeah. And I asked the question, why is it? And I had the same, you know, uh, <laughs> I've seen, I, I, if everybody thinks that having a career, great profession, make some good money, life is settled. Actually, the trouble starts there, you know? <laughs> yeah. Trouble begins there if you don't understand what life is all about, because that's not life. Yeah. Those are activities. Those are activities that we do for life, for to live, right? Yeah. For example, we build a career, we build a profession, we do this, we do that. Those are activities, you know, but that's not life. You're missing out on life, you know, and these seven essentials teaches us how to connect with life. Hmm. So reconnecting with life is the most important thing. And those things will come automatically, you know, even if they don't come, you know, uh, still life is good. <laughs> I totally agree with this. And actually, I also want to add um, something that I've observed and that I think is really interesting when I personally got really depressed was the start of social media. And it's interesting. And I've, I've journaled about this a lot and um, you know how we were just talking about physical touch and whatnot. I stopped communicating with people as much. I stopped um, being around people so much because I was just like on Facebook, on my computer at home. And I was disconnected in a lot of ways because I was, was so heavily, you know, tuned into this, um, this online world and whatnot. And so I, I, yeah, I just, I think that, oh man, there was something specific that you said and I forgot it now. I hate when that happens. (laughs) Uh, But essentially, yeah, I just, it was something to do with being disconnected, but yeah, I guess 
um, oh, right. I was disconnected from doing all the right activities because I was so um, just pulled into this yes. other world and I wasn't communicating one on in physical touch. Yeah, especially that, so. when you're in the social media, you know, yeah. all the time, you, you, you know, because all the time your mind is even, you know, a million times more active because Absolutely. before you'll be interacting with one people, two people or three people. But now there are hundreds of people responding to your, uh, you know, whatever, you know, Twitter yeah, account or whatever, and you're responding to all of them. So the kids are like this now. They're yeah. always, so this is actually creating a mess. I tell you that this is creating this, getting worse and worse and worse. And this is going to be a major cause for stress and depression. I can tell you this. Hmm. And this is already happening. We look around, forget about the physical, you know, eyesight will be gone. You know, your physical, hmm. you're connecting with all these devices, with all these EMFs and stuff. You know, uh, this is going to be very destructive. And I strongly feel that uh, this time that we should um, pay some attention to all this social stuff, which is definitely yeah. a very important tool for us. But I don't think we should um, overdo. It's just going to kill us. Absolutely. So interesting. Okay, I'm going to gear us away to the final topic, which is finally EFTs. <laughs> We've been trying to talk about it, but this is just a final cool little technique of something that you can do. So Varun, why don't you just tell everyone what is an EFT, what that means? Well, you know, again, um, EFT, I've written that in my book, but essentially, I tell you that essentially it's all about breaking the cycle. It's all about keeping you in the present because everybody is so agitated all the time. Mm -hmm. EFT is all about, you know, it. Uh, it's a technique which is used by therapists to tap into your back or in your body, certain right. spots with your fingertips and ask you to focus on that. Right. So, I mean, that's just a physical part of it, but the essence is all about getting you to focus on the present. Right. I guess, sorry, because we did touch on this, but I just, yeah. uh, I think what I, what I wanted you to just talk about was the tapping. So essentially people that practice EFT, what you would do, like you just said, you would have a specific, um, like, I guess affirmation or belief, or maybe some, or a problem that's going on in your brain. And you would say it out loud and tap specific energy meridian points on your body, saying it out loud over and over again. And then you would move from maybe a more sort of passive negative thought pattern gradually into a more positive uh, balanced thought pattern um, over a bunch of times of tapping in these different areas. Essentially, that's what it is. It is. I mean, affirmations are good, uh, but mm -hmm. now I've come to the conclusion after my own experience and having learned this a little bit more that those are very temporary measures. Like you can say, for example, if you tap, on your back sides, you know, against your chest, for example. Mm -hmm. You know, you can say that, you know, I want to keep my heart open. You know, it's a physical thing. You say it, say it, but after a while you feel, what the heck am I talking about? What does it mean, you know? So, <laughs> so after a while, I think it becomes, um, so that's why I, I don't want to emphasize too much on this technique. Okay. Uh, it, has, it is definitely useful, no doubt about it. And the reason I mentioned that is this is a technique some people can definitely use because their mind is completely you know, uh, completely caught up in that cycle in a very bad way. Right. They just cannot stop thinking and worries and emotions all the time. So sometimes they need that. They need some touch. They need to go somewhere, somewhere right. where they can be touched and, you know, bring them to the present. That's the whole point of this technique. And that's why I don't really want to emphasize too much on EFT, but on the principles, why it's been happening. Right. So that's where I, I find that, um, you know, just to be in the present, connect with the nature, because nature is the one, nature is always there for you, you know, uh, and unconditional love, you know, you can say. Whereas with human conditioning is such that it doesn't matter family, friends, there's some condition attached, you know. Yeah. Uh, well, with nature, you go in the morning, there's nobody, you know, the sun is there and you absorb the sunshine, the air is there, you breathe, water is there, you just dunk in the water, swim in the water, Nobody cares, you know. So, <laughs> so I think the, that's the reason why I'm very much focused on these uh, natural energies mm -hmm. because they're life-giving. You know, without air, we cannot live even for a few minutes. Without water, we cannot even live for you know a few days or weeks. Uh, food, the cosmic energy, you know, they are life-enhancing. They actually 
make life possible in the first place. So connect with them first. Right. That will automatically help us to come to the present. You know, that's the whole point of this uh, conversation is to get to the present. And nature, by connecting with these natural energies, is the easiest way, not some humanly developed techniques, you know. Right. Uh, uh, you know, I'm not against uh, anything, but I, I feel that um, those have a, have, have a place in all these, but they're not actually the solution. The solution is to go to the nature. Right. It's just a short-term solution. It's not a long-term solution. Yeah. Like it can help us. It can I see. I'm just really excited about it because I have n- I, I have seen for myself how EFT has worked for me and for friends in the past, but you're absolutely right. It's not the solution. It's not, it's not what'll help you long-term. It's something that just helps you in the moment. If you are like essentially having a panic attack or you're like just in a panic moment, it might, it might really help you. If you have, if you're unable to go outside, say you have a meeting or whatever, and it's 10 minutes to the meeting and you don't have time to go outside and go for walk in nature or, you know, or or you don't have time to grab a glass of water, like, you know, maybe while you're waiting, you could do some tapping and it might help. It's a very short-term solution. So I would absolutely agree. It just gets me excited. So I just wanted to, you know, yeah, touch focus, on it. I mean, focus <laughs> on your breath. I think that's very reliable. Breath, yes, of course. Breath is a very good one, I find. And that's where I feel that when we learned, when, when we talked about deep breathing, mm-hmm. if you can uh, go back to your breathing, uh, I think it helps you tremendously. I, and this has helped me tremendously in my board meetings, you know, corporate uh, you know, in the meetings uh, with, where, you know, before my meetings, if I can, my mind is agitated, you know. Uh, so 10 minutes, if I can do some deep breathing before the meeting, it helps a lot. So there are some ways you can get into it. Cool. Okay, awesome. Well, honestly, I think we've covered so much. I feel like this has been almost an hour, maybe more than an hour. Um, this has been such an awesome episode. And to really sum up everything that we talked about, basically the first five essentials, the first four essentials that we had discussed in this series are extremely important in terms of inputting um, into our body. And then we will have the right amount of energy to, you know, do the right activities for outputting (laughs) into the world. And um, they are the most important things to focus on in terms of Um, getting your body into this natural place of releasing toxins. And so you don't necessarily have to worry too much about everything else. If you know, you're, you're doing all those, all those things first, you're naturally releasing toxins and your body's sort of doing the work for you, which is amazing. Our bodies are powerful machines, right? Yes, exactly. (laughs) Awesome. All right. Well, stay tuned, everyone. We are going to be finishing Maybe we'll do one more afterwards. I just want to prolong it. Maybe we should do like a sum up episode. I don't know. We'll talk about it. But essentially we have the seventh, seven essential coming up next week, which is of course on meditation. Very exciting. If you are watching this on uh, YouTube in the video format, then of course the next video will be out on Friday at 3 p.m., which is uh, now actually it is Friday 3 p.m. So we're going to be releasing an episode right now. (laughs) But essentially the newest episode will be out Friday at 3 p.m. And then if you are someone that likes audio versions, of course the audio version will be out on Tuesday. Every Tuesday I release a new audio version. So stay tuned for that. In the meantime, I hope you enjoy this episode and I hope you have the most fantastic week and weekend. And Baroon, do you have any final words? Yeah, just be aware of everything that you do. I think that's the key here. Just be aware. Absolutely. And watch all the other videos again because they're amazing. (laughs) I I actually forgot to tell you, Baroon, that the fourth episode about mindful eating has been resonating with quite a lot of people. I've been getting some extreme um, positive feedback on that episode. I think a lot of people learned so much. So I'm very excited for the fifth one to be released in about 10 minutes. (laughs) Okay, cool. And then this one, of course. All right. I hope you enjoyed this episode, y'all. It has come to an end. So, so sad. It was so, so fun. We learned so, so much. So, 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 so. I don't know why I'm saying that so much. Anyways, I love you guys. Thank you for listening. Once again, if you want to watch any of these episodes in video format, head on over to youtube.com slash Melissa Milotti. 
And again, if you want to join the Discord, I'll leave the link in the description box below. But if you like this video, I would love if you could give us a review on iTunes, wherever you may be listening from, uh, Spotify, uh, Stitcher, iHeartRadio. We're on a lot of platforms. We would love if you could leave a like and, you know, subscribe if you don't already but leave a comment and let other viewers know because of course that will help put us in the algorithm and then other people can discover this content and this cycle continues <laughs> so thank you for listening i love you all so so much i'm sending you all so much love light and motivation to go and slay at your goals namaste mm -hmm.